This podcast is a casual conversation about mental health. All topics discussed are based on our own personal opinions and should not be interpreted as professional advice. If you need assistance with your mental health, please contact a healthcare provider. I'm overstimulated. Expect the long-awaited evolution of my brain. But if mentally we synchronize, despite what we despise, there's a chance that maybe I won't go insane. Hi, friends. Welcome to Mental Sync. Welcome to Mental Sync. It's the only show that I can't see because it's too loud. All the time. It's too loud and I can't see. Fair. <laughs> and that's what we're going to um, talk about today is when it's, it's just, too loud. When it's so loud you can't for see. For John to see. Yeah. You know, John told me when we were like writing notes about this episode that when mm-hmm. he's driving and he takes like a turn, he has to turn down the volume of the radio. Not every time, just only if it's I like a stressful you. turn and the music is very loud. This is a thing. This is this is definitely a thing. People out there. So we're talking about overstimulation today, right? Overstimulation and focus and work environment. We're going to get into all of that. But first of all, when you're driving and you've got the music blasting at a safe volume that is legal. Uh, to be blasting. You, it's blasting to an extent. and uh, But it's loud. And then suddenly you need to focus for whatever reason like you've got like you're on the highway and there are trucks in front of you and there's like a you've got a merge and it's a little bit of a stressful merge like it's good and it's safe but like you gotta focus or like it's dark and you're in a suburban town where nothing is lit and you're like okay i'm gonna like go around this corner here you're telling me that you are not overstimulated by the music and that it helps you focus more if you turn it down so that you can you can focus on what you're doing a little more. That doesn't happen to you at all. I've like never. That's I don't crazy. think I've ever done that. I am the person who like parallel parks with my music blasting, like one handed drinking my coffee. So. Wow. It's a superpower. <laughs> I, I guess so. What I mean, what does that say about the way that each of our... Brains like, work? Brains work. What does that say about... Because that's ADHD. Because if based, I were... Right? if let's, let's put it this way. If I were to put, turn down the volume while I'm trying to parallel park yeah. and, like, focus, I think I'd overthink it. Hmm. I'd be like, okay. oh, my God, I'm going to hit this car. I got to... But instead, if you just, like, go for it and you're confident... I mean, what a, what a it's Boston worked for me. <laughs> so, okay. In terms of overstimulation, what, what does it say about each of us that... So, so for you, would you say, like, more music, like, turning up the music, like, helps, like, helps you focus when you're driving? Um, I think it's very circumstantial. Okay. Because um... I think for me, real quick, I, mm-hmm. I think what it is because not only do i like turn off the music but like if i'm parallel parking especially i'll usually like put my windows down and i think what (laughs) why what happens if you put the windows down what what difference does it make you can hear you can hear what's happening outside and that's important it is important to be able to oh yeah the chipmunk in that tree seven yards to my right is moving i should be careful (laughs) 
<laughs> no, someone is being dangerous and crossing in front of my car, and I can't see them because they're in my blind spot, and so they're but yelling. But if you're hey. parallel parking, they shouldn't be crossing in front of your like you're. You should be backing up. Sure. <laughs> I hear you with these. This is rules, gonna be. This is gonna be but... John versus the cars. <laughs> no, like. Like, there are so many, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just because New York is so full of, like, foot traffic. But personally, I get very nervous about, like, everything happening around me and needing to be, like, aware of everything that's going on. Because sometimes, like, driving in New York, you just have to make split-second decisions. Uh, what I will say that I like about driving in New York is that all of the rules are very clear. Not everyone follows the rules. But it's very obvious. It's very clear that someone has either followed the rules or broken the rules because it's laid out extremely well. Mm -hmm. um, okay. However, in Boston, I find that it's kind of like up for All debate. Right, so you can't you can't argue that because Boston roads were paved from like cow paths, like. They're literal and this is an paths. argument against me? <laughs> no, I said I can't argue that because... Oh, you like... can't? I thought you were saying I can't argue that. Yeah, yes. When when originally they had a drunken four-year-old design the map of Boston. Listen, at least we have trees. <laughs> we have trees in New York. You literally don't, but it's fine. We have trees all over New York. There are trees everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, upstate well, let's New York. Move past that. Ugh. <laughs> Don't forget, we're both from Connecticut. <laughs> we are both from Connecticut. We're so yes, passionate kind of weird, about know? our current <laughs> cities, but we're not even from here. No, nah. <laughs> it's fine. Um. So listen, I find that I need to be super aware of everything that's going around me, going on around me when I'm doing something that like requires a little bit more focus. Uh. And I am, I think, very nervous. And maybe this is unnecessary, but I'm very nervous about not hearing, you know, a biker ring their bell. Uh, a, yeah, if like, they ring their bell. Yeah, if they ring their bell. But, like, being able to hear what's going on outside, I don't know. I it It's... It helps me focus to know that if someone needs to get my attention, they will be able to get it, if that makes sense. So I don't have to focus on... Because otherwise, if I think it's... I don't know how to word this. If I think it's, like, all up to me, like, I have to be aware of everything going on and, I, and no one will be able to, like, inform me. Like, if I have my music too loud, I get overstimulated and, and get... Like, I freeze. I definitely have the freeze... Um, what's the word i'm looking for like uh like the fight or flight response uh oh, right. <laughs> i have freeze where i mm -hmm. am just like afraid to make any decisions because i'm like what if i do the wrong thing what if i'm missing something what if i'm not thinking of anything and so i kind of i don't know for me it's like i need to have as little happening around me as possible so that i can just kind of like be in tune with what's what's going on around me and I think that's very safe, Emily. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> She's like, that's fine. You're just a trash driver. But, you know, <laughs> if you're a trash driver, you got to be safe. So. <laughs> yeah, these are facts. 
Uh, well, I would have to say that I don't really get overstimulated driving because I really like driving. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's, like, a comfort place for me, too, where I'm just, like, I don't know. There's something about driving for me that's, like, very calming. Like, if I'm, like, really anxious, I'll be like, I'm going for a drive. And you better believe yeah. I'm driving into Boston <laughs> to go for my drive. That's how you calm down? Sometimes. Driving into Boston? Yeah, because you go over, like, the Zacum, and it's that, like, really pretty bridge. And then I get off, and I go down, like, by the Commons, and I get back on 93. Or, like, I'll go down Sturro to go into, like, Alston-Cambridge area, and then through, like, Harvard Square. There's just, like, so much fun liveliness around, and it makes me feel better. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that does sound nice. I also... I'll take you sometime. Next time you're up here, we'll go on one of my, like, we're going to go on Emily's calm down drive. (laughs) (laughs) Then you'll see me sitting there swearing at everybody, like, wait. (laughs) When we get back, I feel so much better. (laughs) Man, wasn't that so relaxing? (laughs) You're going to be, like, just, like, clinging to the... (laughs) Okay, Little thing on the side of the car. (laughs) Other than driving. uh, Yes, I was going to (laughs) say. Because I know you have examples of when certain levels of stimulation are like needed or uh yeah not not good so i feel like i have it really for me is dependent on what i'm doing so like yeah if i'm doing homework and it's dead silent i can't focus no i can't <laughs> that's either. not the vibe um because then I all need... the thoughts are just too loud that's it's all, not all... even that. It's just that, like, I can't think. I don't know yeah. how to explain that. Like, I just can't. Like, if it's really quiet, I'm just like. No, that's what I mean from, like, all of my th- I feel like I can hear all of my thoughts because it's so quiet that, like, the only, the only source of stimulation is my own brain. And I don't I even need... know if. No? I, I can't even. I think I'm so overstimulated in those moments for some reason that I can't even, like. Like, I just, I don't know how to explain that. I really don't. Mm. Like, that's, like, the best I can do is to tell you that when I'm sitting there and it's dead silent and I'm trying to do a math problem, I end up, like, rereading it, like, 37 times. I'm like, what's going on? So, same thing with, like, writing. I can't write without, like, sound. No. And... But it has to be, like, it, there, if I'm, like, writing or if I'm reading and I need sound, it can't have words. Yeah, it's got to be so just the right level. I learned in college that trap music <laughs> is my saving grace. Trap I, music. I just, like, don't know what to tell you. Like, it's I mean, just this, I, like, I understand it's like video game music yeah is it (laughs) it is because it's just a constant steady like beat oh okay i see what you mean um so and then i can't think about the words like i feel like because i like music so much whenever i'm like listening to something new or if like Mm -hmm. a new song comes on or it's like a song i really like i can't help but sit there and just like hear the like just really hear it and like listen to it and then i'm like listening to the words and i'm like breaking down what those words mean and then i'm thinking about how that relates to me and then i'm thinking about how the artist was when they wrote the song and how that might make them feel and then i'm sitting there going i could write music and i'm like that's silly and then i go back to like (laughs) this is what goes on in my brain if there's words and i'm trying to write something or 
do something. So I found that trap music, like you will literally see me put my headphones on and plug in my, plug them into my computer and turn up the trap music. And then all of a sudden I could write a 12 page paper in like four hours and it's gold. And that is literally the only way I got through school. Literally. (laughs) I don't know how else it would have happened. I really don't. I don't I don't know. I don't know why that works for me. The other thing is like if I need to do homework but I don't like it's not like reading or writing. Um I need to be in like a coffee shop so that there's like some mm-hmm. there's always something else going on. Um I used to have a friend in college who would come with me to um very weird place to do homework, but it worked. Kidoba. Um <laughs> No. No, that makes sense to me. And I... we get chips and cheese. You as we'd call have them. Some, something to munch. And we'd sit there and we'd get like all of our physics homework done. Yeah. And I don't know why, but that was like. No, that makes so much sense to me because I think there's a certain like social pressure that comes with like when you're doing work in a library or at a cafe or whatever. I have to write at a cafe, especially like if I'm doing anything creative, like being somewhere where i can like no one's talking to me so i have my own space but in the background there is this constant like slight pressure of you know i can't just get up and walk around and do whatever i want i'm not in my room so i can't like get distracted distracted. like i can you know i can get distracted but but you can't like get in your bed and take a seven hour nap right it's so much more confined and that's oh that's a whole nother thing to get into in terms of environment is you know yeah where you're doing your work and like trying to do your work uh that kind of compartmentalization of like trying to do your work like on your bed like when you you know in high school i feel like most of us would like do homework on our bed uh, and just what that does to your brain. Tell yeah. me. Tell, tell us what, what it does to your brain. It actually I know, but teaches, you can definitely explain. It, it te- teaches your brain that your bed's not just for sleeping. And it increases the chance that you will not sleep when you get in your bed. Because mm-hmm. your brain will think that that's still like a place to work. Maybe they're like, this is your homework spot, bro. Yeah. Like you, you're usually watching TV or you're on your phone or like your bed should be just for sleeping. So it's really, there's a lot of research on that, actually. Yeah. Um, but before we get into, like, like environments like that, I'd really like to say is, like, another thing that I have to do to help myself focus sometimes or, like, all the time is I need to have somebody talking in the background that I'm not listening to, which sounds so weird. But, like... That's very interesting. So what I'll because do... Because you're saying that lyrics aren't good for you in terms but of if music. I, but only if I'm reading or writing. And I I think this has to do with growing up and, like, my little brother and sister are twins. And there was always, like, I'd be sitting at my kitchen table and there was always something else Mm. going on while I was trying to be productive. So I think there's some sort of, like, Pavlov's dog, like, classical conditioning type situation going on there. Because, like, I even now, if I'm in my office at home and I'm, like, working like the days that I'm remote, like actually doing my real full-time job. Yeah. I have to have like a TV show on, even though I'm not paying attention to it. Hmm. So like, it won't even be up on the screen so that I can see it. It'll literally just be like talking 
in the yeah. background. Either that or I'll re-listen to podcasts that like I've already heard, like I so I already know, but it, like there's this comforting thing to me about like listening to somebody like something has to be going on. I don't know how to explain mm -hmm. that, but I am so no, productive I, when that happens. I, I know exactly what you're saying. So I, I think it's actually switched with us with like music and versus like TV. Um, sorry, I hiccuped. <laughs> I, um, cause I love, I listen to music constantly. I'm just yeah. constantly like if I'm, if music is not playing, then I'm sitting there just drumming on my lap and making a beat. And it's, definitely just a way that i've learned to um i don't know let out energy and like but i'm i'm music just affects mood and environment for me so much so mm -hmm. if i'm writing or reading i can't listen to rap i can't listen to something that is very lyric heavy mm -hmm. um especially actually especially rap because i can't listen to something that isn't like melody like if it's just okay. spoken if it's just spoken word that's tough for me um if it's melody and it's not as lyric heavy i can kind of listen to it just as the music and not listen to the words as much um especially if it's music i've already like i already know and so you know you like lo-fi funk soul kind of mm -hmm. vibes is usually what i'll put on um, and that's great for me to read and write to. However, uh, I cannot, I cannot have television on if I'm trying to do anything. And maybe that's because I'm, you know, ultimately I'm trying to be a television writer because I love TV. I love dialogue. I love yeah. writing dialogue so much. If there is dialogue happening on a show, I can't focus on anything else that's going on. Someone's having a conversation with me. Like, it's tough when... People are like, oh, yeah, let's just put this thing on in the background, like, at this party. And I'm like, I'm trying to listen to what you're saying, but, and I've seen this movie a million times, but, like, Remy is now using Linguini as a puppet, and I'm invested. Yeah. You know, for the for the hundred and first time, I'm, I'm going to watch Ratatouille rather than pay attention to our conversation. Yeah, and and what's interesting about that, like, so I typically also can't, like, I'm not someone who can rewatch movies, um, <laughs> which not I think really. is another reason why that doesn't really happen to me. Because if it's something I've already seen, like if it's something I haven't seen, I'd probably be like, okay, I kind of want to like know what's going to happen. But since I know mm. what's going to happen, it's like too predictable. But that's why the, that's the only reason I can do it with something I've already listened to, like a podcast or like a TV show, like on in the background because i already know what happens. So I feel like I don't have to like. So you're preemptively disengaged. Yes. Interesting. Um, but I don't know. I think I really do think it has to go back to like, like I would always do my homework at the kitchen table or like I do projects at the kitchen table. And, you know, when your siblings are five years younger than you and they're like in different stages of life and people are coming and going to like different practices and whatever, and you're sitting at the kitchen table, you're in the center of all of it. I think that for me, it's that like just that there's something going on, it's you know, it's like almost like a comfort work. Yeah. yeah. But what else is interesting is when I'm in a different environment, like if I'm at home, that's what I have to do. Like when I'm in the office, like for work, I cannot focus for the life of me if there's any external sound coming from anywhere. And I don't know if that's like a social thing, but like 
and God bless the girl who sits outside of my office. She probably wonders why I shut my door every day. I don't know what the fuck she is clicking on. Like, she clicks on everything. All I hear all day is clicking. And it's not like a normal, like, people working in the background. Like, I think she, like, pulls up spreadsheets. I've actually seen her do this. And she's just clicking on different cells. And I'm like, (laughs) why? And then there's, like, my coworker who has the office right next to me who's, like, open door like anybody can come in and walk in and out and i'm sitting there like she's clicking again like she's just clicking on things and she's she so nice stop clicking but she just clicks on everything i'm literally gonna record it oh she's not there tomorrow next tuesday yeah when i'm in the office i'm going to record it while it's happening i recorded Please. it once and sent it to my boss because her office is like across the hallway at the other side and i was like this is why my door's always shut like you can come in i don't care but it's shut because right. All I can think about while I'm trying to create or analyze something or like read like... a research article is all I can hear is clicking. But like to, to in my defense, though, like it's also really bad. It's not like a normal like. It's not a normal office environment like where she's sure. like just clicking on something every now and then. It's like I like I mean, she's clicking like like it's just like. Hold on, let me make sure my mouse is not anything important because my work laptop's over here. Okay. She's like, oh my god, it keeps like trying to click on something. I like to think that she doesn't click at all, and then you come in and she's like, oh, oh god, no, I just she gets hit there, my microphone. She gets there after me. She gets there after you? And she just clicks. And it's she one of those, like, this is one of those, like, quiet mouses, so, like, you know. I was going to say, she probably doesn't have the, the courteous mouse no, technology it's like that the you ones from, It's like the ones from, um, like, high school in the computer lab. Like, that's all I hear all day. I'm literally going to record so it. I'm so sorry that that's happening to you. As but someone I outside think... of the situation, it's really funny. You know what? While we talk, will... I'm going to look for this. You should bring in a typewriter. I... You should bring in, like, an old-fashioned, like, typewriter. And just, like... Sometimes I think about growing my nails out. Like, so that I can just, like, tap. I don't know. Um, I'm going to find this right now, this video, yeah. while I tell you the rest of this. Okay. Um, because the other thing is I also think because this has been going on for two years now, Uh that I have conditioned this, like, need to be at work in silence because I've, like, shut the door. So, Mm -hmm. like, recently, I, there was, like, she wasn't there because it was a Wednesday. It was, like, such a relief. I could keep my door open because it gets really hot in my office with the door shut. (laughs) So there's a whole other aspect of that. Um, And at some point we'll touch, like, not in this episode, but, like, another episode. I want to touch on, like, overstimulation sensory-wise, like, touch and things like that. But um, that's a whole other thing. If I'm, like, really hot, I can't focus. Um, But. Oh, no, I I get that, too. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But so the other day she, um, oh, did I send it to my, sorry, I'm, like, looking for this. Oh, my God, it's right here. Um, so she wasn't there the other day and there was yeah. just two people having like a conversation like in like a, like down the hallway. Yeah. But I think because I always shut my door and it's typically pretty quiet. It's like that's the environment while I'm in the office that I need to be working in. Yeah. So they're talking and I was so annoyed, like overstimulated, annoyed, like couldn't think, like had to like shut Ooh. my door and like 
take a minute. But here is her clicking. Um, please enjoy. program requires nothing <laughs> so that's now you know so i'm not funny. exaggerating like that's, that's so it's bad. bad it's so bad you're bringing a typewriter i really think i'm going to percent i think that'd be so funny i, I think i'm gonna have to just yeah. you know because she can't close her door she doesn't have an office <laughs> she, she has a cubicle <laughs> so wow she's I should move my desk to like right by the door. <laughs> no, she's really nice. Well, I I know. No, it's yeah, just... for sure, for sure. But but you, know. you I'm not exaggerating, right? You, like that's like no, like because that's the thing is when it's off pattern stuff, like you know, because there's some something to be said about like white noise. Uh, right. Like I need white noise when I sleep, actually, um, because there's definitely uh, I don't know if you know any of the science behind this, but there's definitely something behind like white noise helping just quiet the mind. Is it there because... is. I, there's a lot of like there's a lot of research on it, but I actually don't know enough to like confidently because no. what? OK. What I wonder if if it's something close to this something that i find like another situation actually that really helps me focus when i'm trying to read or write is when i am in the midst of transportation um obviously passive transportation like i'm not i'm not driving while reading i do know the answer to this okay all right so what um i have theorized and i would love to hear your thoughts on this is i think it's easier because rather than trying to like multitask all the time um when i'm like on public transportation whether that's i mean or or even like on a plane i love working and reading on a plane i find it so much easier and i think it's because i already feel like at base by doing nothing i am already being productive because i'm traveling and it almost feels like because in my mind i feel like mm -hmm the need to multitask is a little less um not urgent but like it, it, it's easier to not feel like i have to multitask because i can be doing one singular task and i am doing that task while traveling and like to some subconscious level that almost feels like multitasking that's that's how i've felt like it might work so but the now, first thing, the so science. there's there's two parts to my answer. Okay. And the first one is going to be, sh like, shower thoughts, right? Like, when okay. you're in the shower and you have, like, all these, like, like thoughts and ideas. And you're yeah. like, oh, I come up with my best stuff in the shower. That is me. I come up with best stuff in the shower. Yeah. Um, it's because you're, you're stuck in a task that doesn't mm -hmm. require you to be putting out like mental energy right like you're just right. you're it, it's kind of like they're like in a way like latent 
thoughts, right? Like there are these thoughts that are coming because you don't have to do anything right now. You don't have to be thinking about work. You're just like scrubbing away at your body, right? Washing your hair. You're not thinking about anything. So you have all of these thoughts and all of these ideas because there's no pressure to perform. Mm. And I think that that kind of carries over into like when you're traveling, because I used to also get like really good ideas when I'd have to sit on the bus, like on the way home from work or from school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I walks. think it's again because you're you're stuck, right? Like you can't go like you can't get up and go do something else. You can't. There's no way. Yeah. There's so no you're... like planning to be done. There's no yes. like conscious like prioritization of oh I should do this or I should do yes. this. And that's yeah. why that's all, sometimes that's why people come up with like really good ideas in the shower. Yeah. That's how all of my businesses have come to. Shower's a dangerous place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think that, like, I I think it also helps that you don't have the pressure. Like, I think it plays into what you're saying, right? Like, you don't have the pressure to get up and, like, do something else because, like, you're also multitasking, right? You're going somewhere. You're getting to your next point. But that also, again, I think just feeds into, at the same time, like, you're stuck in what you're doing. Like, you're not... You really can't do anything else. So yeah. your your mind's able to like be like, oh, I don't have to worry about like what's going on at work right now. Or I don't have to worry about what's going on with this. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there and you're just kind of minding your business. And you're like, oh my God, I have all these thoughts. Because now your brain is able to actually like focus on other, not focus on anything really. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? Because I bet that has something to do with like why working at a cafe is good. It's like almost like like you're more purposefully creating a situation of i'm stuck here like even though you're not there's a situation of like i've chosen to do this and so i'm going to sit here but you know what i bet that's why you always studied well at kadoba because eating while performing is like a uh, eating while doing something else that's a stuck task like i'm not gonna get up and go anywhere i'm eating this meal and like i'm just gonna like work i keep hitting my mic I'm going to work while I'm eating this meal. And so until the meal is done, I have nowhere else to be, nothing else to do. And I don't have to do any work. I, I, what I have to do is eat this meal, but that's already happening. Right. Yeah. And I think that's that's like, I think that plays a big role too. And like, and I think that's when you think about it, that's what like meditation is, right? You just, you force yourself to kind of recognize all these things that are going on and, and like, but not well, you actually on them. can't force yourself, as Andy from Headspace right. tells us. If you're forcing anything, that's not meditation. It's not the vibe, he says. It's oh, not the vibe, says Andy. Can you imagine him and his little British accent? I love him. I love that. I, I love him so much too. I know. Just remember He's so good. that if you're trying to force anything, that is not the vibe. <laughs> See, that'd be so funny. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other than work other than work focus something that i have found very interesting in terms of overstimulation and again maybe this is me because i'm particularly like prone to like sensory overload uh Mm -hmm. and overstimulation where i find i'm not and this is this might play into the the driving thing too i am not an audio person or what what's the uh, shoot like not a visual learner 
an auditory, an auditory learner? learner yeah right i'm not an auditory learner i do not absorb information well just by listening um i need visuals and so if yeah. i am listening to something i have to like not have anything visual yeah that going could play on. that makes sense you know yeah. and i and it's different for me because i'm a i have to do it I'm the person who has to yeah. do it to learn it. Like, if I can't do it, like, oh, if people yeah. are just, like, up there, like, preaching something to me, I'm not going to retain any of it. Like, yeah. literally none of it. No, We've, I'm a All my I'm college grades will learner. tell you that. Like, <laughs> yeah. they'll be like, oh, history? Nope. Oh, philosophy? Emily couldn't do anything in those classes but listen and read? Fail. No, I didn't fail yeah. them, but, you know. <laughs> just... Yeah, no, if, if we're talking about any of my classes outside of my major where I got to actually, like, physically do something... I retained, and even the ones in, in my major where, you know, sometimes there were just professors talking at you, I just can't, I couldn't retain any of that. However, this past weekend when I was putting together my Halloween costume, I broke out a sewing machine that Keith's grandmother gave us, uh, which she was like, here, and we were like, Have okay, it. thanks. And then I realized I could use it for my Halloween costume, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to learn how to use a sewing machine. And I looked some stuff up, and then all of a sudden, as I was like physically doing it, I flashed back to seventh Middle grade, school. seventh yeah. grade sewing class. And I was like, you have to backstitch. I remember this. And mm -hmm. it just like the physical, I like remembered that so much more clearly than anything that was talked at me <laughs> yeah. through college or high school. And I think Crazy. like, it's interesting to look at how like we're different in these aspects. Like, like we're very like we both have very different things that like kind of are too much for us but mm -hmm. before we like really kind of wrap up today i want to touch on i guess some of the signs of like what happened or like i guess what kind of happens first okay let me start that over for a second yeah, 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 yeah. i want to overstimulation is happening in my brain so many thoughts <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess what i want to ask is when you're overstimulated what happens to you? Oh, man. Like, how do you act? Um, that's actually very interesting that you bring that up. Because I recorded myself, a like, a week ago when I was in uh, quarantine. Because I had COVID. Um, Did like you ever get symptoms? Ago, actually. Hmm? Did you ever no, get symptoms? I had no cool. symptoms. And Just I think that's because I got boosted, like, a month Probably. prior. So, yeah. Um there was a day where I was kind of having a little, little bit of a panic attack. Um, just a little bit of mild anxiety, major anxiety. And I thought it would be interesting to like record it. And I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to do anything with it, but it, I thought it would be really interesting to like sit there and like record and like just see, you know, so I can look at it from a perspective of like when I'm not, overstimulated when i'm not anxious yeah. and see like what it's like and it's very interesting because i try i can maintain a very interesting like physical sense of calm. okay okay actually so i texted you this thing a little while ago when i was saying like the four responses to to not to overstimulation, I forget what it is, but it was like fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Mm -hmm. um, and I've realized how much I am a freeze. Uh, 
and I, it's very interesting how when I'm overstimulated or when I'm scared, and this has happened when like, you know, college dorms see a mouse on the floor. I remember a specific example of me just, I, you know, was scared because it was like, I mean, now knowing New York rats, I would not be as scared of a mouse, but, uh, I just saw it there and was very calmly to my friend, like, Hey, uh, do me a favor, put your legs up on the couch. And she was like, are you, everything okay? And I was like, yep, 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 just give me one second. There is a mouse and we're just going to remain very calm. And I, I don't know where it comes from, but I've definitely built this, like, my natural reaction is to like freeze and do absolutely nothing and just like observe everything that's happening. And so when I get overstimulated, I get very like, I don't know. I, Cause it's not that I shut down per se. I, I don't know how to describe it. I, I, I find that I still appear very calm but it's because I'm trying to do as little as possible. Maybe that's come from, I mean, I've been doing it long before I started meditating. Maybe it's a technique of like trying to let the feeling pass. Maybe mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, but um, I just get so still. Like I, I physically look calmer when I'm overstimulated. Yeah. Interesting. Which is strange. Um, I bet you my lovely husband would prefer if that was my overstimulation reaction, but I am one mean son of a bitch when I'm overstimulated. <laughs> Tell um, me all about it. I, and, and I, not to anybody really like, I'll be a little short and like, kind of like, if I'm like in public or around like my, like friends or whatever, and I'm overstimulated, mm -hmm. I'll be a little bit like standoffish and a little short. But, like, unfortunately, Victor gets the brunt of it because I'll come home from work and I'll be so overstimulated and he's trying to tell me about his day because he's so excited and it's so much fun and I'm just, like, I'm going to need you to leave me alone. <laughs> like, I'm going to need you to, like, walk away <laughs> and not look at me for, like, four hours. Um, I, like, what will happen and and this also comes with like being able to communicate with victor and obviously we know each other pretty well at this point <laughs> um but one of the things that i had to like learn how to communicate better was like sometimes and this is like what i was saying i think before we started recording the podcast episode is like when i get like today i was a little overstimulated when i got home from work and i like sat on the couch and typically i'll sit on the couch and i'll watch tv mm -hmm. and that's my way of like getting out of my head and, like, just, like, focusing on something different, distracting my mind from, like, whatever's gone on. And I'll do that for, like, an hour or two. And then I can, like, like, I really, t it takes me some time to, like, decompress. If someone tries to talk to me when I'm doing that, whether it's watching TV or it's on my phone, one, I can't hear you. I won't listen to you. I just won't. Like, I, I just can't, like, get myself out of, like, being somewhere else in the moment. And two... I'll probably be kind of mean. Like, I'll probably have some sort of response about why you should just, like, fuck off. Because I can't help myself, and I'm so stuck in these, like, really, like, I get really, I feel very, like, tense. And, like, okay. when somebody's interrupting that feeling of, like, being yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, 
trying to like get rid of that it's irritating like i'm like i can't talk to you right now like i mm -hmm. i can't or i'll so i've learned to say to like things to victor would be like okay like i want to hear this but i need like i need a little bit because right now i can't even think about like anything and that's what happened to me today is i came home and he was making dinner and i walked to the door and i was like i need to sit in silence <laughs> it's like <laughs> i need to go sit in uh, so i sat on the couch i didn't turn the tv on and i just sat there I didn't even look at my phone. Like, I just sat there and he made dinner and it was quiet. And then we ate dinner and I was fine. And here I am and I'm totally fine. But definitely having that, like, I do, I, when I, I'm, I can't help myself, but like, I'm, I get irritated if somebody's like, and I'm overstimulated and someone's trying to get my attention. And not that that's anybody else's fault, but yeah. I can't help myself. Like, I don't know how to control that. Like, I, I really have struggled to not be mean when I'm overstimulated. Like, it takes a lot of effort for me to be like, all right, yeah. let's take a minute type of a thing. It's hard. Um, I, I definitely feel like I can, like, just be a little little, little, little saucy, a little, yeah. <laughs> little spicy uh, when overstimulated. And what I've tried to work on is, like, because I think the mistake can be, you know, this would be amazing if we could learn how to not do that, how to respond better than that. But that's really hard. And that's like very deep seated, like yeah, the way that takes, we're processing stress. It takes a lot. And I think it's much easier and more reliable and more effective, honestly, to be able to just communicate like I'm I'm not in a place right now where I can be nice like not that but but like that you know and being like I'm yeah like hey I need to sit here in silence for a minute and knowing that you're stressed and knowing how you're going to react during certain stimulus and being able to remove yourself from the situation right and like I think too like another thing that I've learned comes with having ADHD I guess is um I get overstimulated the moment I wake up and I think it's because all of a sudden I have all of these tasks to do Right. Mm -hmm. Like I have to get up. I have to shower. I have to brush my teeth. I have to get dressed. And and so in the morning, my mama always used to say, like, nobody talked to Emily in the morning. But it's because <laughs> I'm struggling. And this has been better because now I take my Adderall like the second I open my eyes so that like 45 minutes into my day, I'm already like moving and I feel mm -hmm. better. But I I do get overwhelmed in the morning because I'm like, okay, first I got to do this. Then I got to get this done. Then I got to get out the door by this time. And I feel so much pressure to like make sure everything goes the right way so I can leave on time and I can be to work on time. And I'm terrible at being on time. So yeah, me for too. me, I, I try, like I'm actively trying every morning to be on time, but I'm so like, oh my God, there's so much going on. And, and so in the morning, that, if someone comes up to you and is like, Hey, can I interrupt your flow for a second? No. It's like, do you understand what's at stake Absolutely not. Like Victor, Victor and I, like he got a new job. And so now he's up around the same time I am in the morning and he, he talks to me and I just don't respond. Cause I know he's like, and I, he knows me no, though. I get like, it. I, I, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, and, yeah. but I've communicated, luckily, like I've communicated all this. Right. And, and right. there's definitely still things that happen that I'm like, all right, let me explain to him like what's actually happening in my brain right now. But I mean, in the that's morning, it's going to be forever. You're never yeah, gonna be and that's totally fine. That. Like, and he accepts it, and he he'll like totally respect that. If and some mornings I will be like, all right, like I'm, I just need to take a breath, and like everything's going fine. He's just telling me something, you know, and I yeah. I have to like take a minute. But I, it's mainly again, it's not because 
And I think that's why I'm always like, I'm not a morning person. Because I'm not. Like, don't talk to me in the morning. Because I'll be mean. I will be, like, I will <laughs> annihilate your life if you catch me at the wrong moment. Like, if you, if I, like, just you. open my eyes and you look at me and you have something to say, I'm sure that I will pick on your biggest insecurity because I am not nice in the morning. <laughs> I, 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 I just, that's my fault. That's my toxic trait. Oh I my God. Don't we literally, this podcast will be no more. Don't morning sunshine. I will literally throw my phone out the window. Like I just, but it's again, like, it's not setup looks stupid. It, I, you know, Did you know I could hear the cars outside of your window while we were no, recording no, our no, podcast? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, and I, again, I, I'm, I, I say this all as like a, hey, this is, I've realized this is what's going on. And it's not mm-hmm. like this every morning, you know, but like definitely in the morning, I'm a little bit harder to get along with. Um, and same thing, actually, as soon as I get home from work or like if I'm in my car, like, when I get in my car and someone calls me the second I sit down after work, when I'm trying to just, like, from the day, I get mm-hmm. a little, like, I'm like, why are you calling me right now? Like, like yeah. as if you know what I'm doing. <laughs> but it's just... You know what I've realized that is, for me, and it's the time where I will be the most mean. It's the, like, don't talk to John time. I've realized very recently, actually, it's when, usually when I'm cooking, um because i'm i know it's like or either cooking or doing an activity that requires several steps and like timing and planning and because you know because i'm cooking there are several parts and so i'm like okay and i'm also a a fanatic for efficiency and so my goal is how do i time everything out perfectly i'm gonna season this chicken i'm gonna throw this in the oven i'm gonna like then get the rice going when the chicken's at 20 minutes left and then i'm gonna like and in my mind the goal is everything is completed at the same time yeah uh which is hard to do but i also love it and i love cooking and i'm like passionate about that and then whenever i'm doing that uh and keith will come up to me and just kind of you know just physically bother me especially when he's physically you know he'll just start like poking me and being like hi i'm just like no i can't do that right now (laughs) i can't you need to get away from me yeah i'm gonna be a mean person (laughs) i think too um i like that happens to me when i'm doing something like that i've I'm really focused on trying to get done that I've never done before. Like last night yeah. I fixed our garbage disposal. Oh, mind you, it was also at like 10:30 at night. Not the best time to do it, but I don't know yeah. time. I don't but understand that's... time. It's but, just you know. It, I was ready to fix it. I was gonna fix it then. Well, John, right. when I what tell you... you I learned how to take apart a garbage disposal last night at 10:30, sometimes I sometimes it's sometimes it's just like that and... though. Sometimes you and just need to Victor take part of garbage com- disposal I'm, at 10.30 p.m. Do you know how heavy a garbage disposal is? Like, a lot I heavier don't. than it looks. Really? And so I was like, I needed help from Victor because I was like, I can't get... I was getting so mad because I couldn't... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get the thing back on the little, like... The little oh, lip man. to, like, like, fix it perfectly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, I asked him to come help me and... I didn't 
communicate in the moment i need your attention like not like a five second reset while you're gonna while you're waiting for your next match in tekken to start i need you to physically hold this and help me and so he's like i got like frustrated with something not towards him but then he like walked away because he was like hold on my next match is starting and i was like (laughs) i was so mad like so mad and, like, we got into, like, a little bit of, like, we bickered about it for, like, a little bit. And then, like, before, like, once everybody calmed down from everything and the garbage disposal was fixed, I walked in there and, and the I was, match like. match had ended. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, and I was, like, um, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was, like, really overwhelmed. And I was really trying to get this done because I'm so annoyed that it wasn't working. And I didn't want to call maintenance. And I'm, I know it was a bad time. And, like. And he obviously was very, like, receptive towards yeah. that. He was like, no, like, I, I get it. Like, I also really didn't give you what I should have in that moment and, like, put down my game and, like, helped. Yeah. But, no, you know, so I the... think it's also communication, Sorry. right? Like, just to yep, know exactly. how to communicate that and recognize those signs. And um, I think one of the things I'd like to say just to kind of help people if they don't realize they're overstimulated, kind of go, like just really quickly list off like the signs of being overstimulated so that maybe you could help mm. yourself a little bit better if you're in the moment and you're like, oh my God, like, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know? And yeah. like, just to be able to take them, because I think the biggest lesson I've learned and especially being in a relationship, because I feel like when I, when, when you're dealing with this and you're not in a relationship, you don't really realize like, at least I didn't realize the effect of like what was happening towards other people in my life when I was like acting the way that I was because it doesn't happen often enough with that person that it's happening to outside of the relationship that they're just like, okay, it's an off moment or whatever. But then when you realize there's a pattern to it, right? And it's like showing up in your relationship at home, you can kind of pick it apart a little bit. And it's taught me to kind of take a moment and like just kind of assess what's going on. And if you can't do it in the moment, after the fact like because yesterday when i was frustrated about the stupid garbage disposal which i think i'm still frustrated about um disposal i it was when i finally had walked away from it and was like victor was already in the room that i took a minute to like be like oh that was fucked up (laughs) like i should explain myself you know and it's and i think it's important to like not beat yourself up for you know it's all about being honest with yourself and realizing, oh, I do get overstimulated. When I get overstimulated, I react in these ways. The reason I get overstimulated is for these reasons. You don't have to, like, stop yourself from getting overstimulated because that's, like, kind of an insane goal. Because yeah, that's, that might just make it worse. <laughs> that's deeply rooted in the way that your brain works. But you can look at what overstimulates you and be like, oh, let me try to not put myself in that situation. Or, you know, when you inevitably end up in that situation and then you have to kind of explode a little bit and then someone that you love and care about is right there, right right there for the taking of that explosion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then afterwards, you kind of have to be like, hey, that was not cool of me. Um, when I'm in this situation and this thing happens, I tend to be not cool. Yeah, And I'm communicating this with you because I'm going to try to not do it. But also avoiding these circumstances will help eliminate the uncoolness that is me yelling at you uh, because I'm trying to season my chicken. 
because that's stupid fair. and that's not worth a fight. <laughs> but it's but it's fair that you're overstimulated in that moment. No, it's too. very like, fair. You yeah. being overstimulated also is not like a you shouldn't be overstimulated. It's no, like, no, no. Let's recognize it and let's try to make it a little better for yeah. ourselves no, and the people around us. When I say it's stupid, I mean that is not a reason why someone else should have to take the the results of your overstimulation. And that's not your yeah. fault. It's just like a hey, I'm gonna explode in these situations in the future and I'm telling you this so that we can like just avoid those. Um, yeah. And as long just, as there's understanding that like Yeah, and I people think are too, be people. Like everybody's gonna get um many people get overstimulated in different ways. Like mm -hmm. different things happen too when you're overstimulated and some of the signs, just so that we have some sort of Here's some awareness about it oh, is yeah. dif difficulty focusing, um, which I've totally experienced, surges in extreme irritability or anger. Can't, can't relate. <laughs> Restlessness or discomfort. I've had that happen where I just like all of a sudden I like, can't get comfortable or something's really yeah. bothering me. No, that's very much me where I'm just like, I have to put on a sweatshirt, but also I need to take off all of my clothes i cannot be comfortable in this moment yeah and this one is interesting because i've seen it but i don't think i do it um mm -hmm. covering eyes or ears and i don't think it means like i can't see it like you know like i don't think it means mm. like in that kid way of like oh my god i can't see it i yeah. think it's when people are like sitting there and then they just like you know what i mean like they put their yeah. hands in their like their head in their hands or they'll sit there and they'll put they'll just like have you seen people do that? I, I I have definitely seen people do that. I wonder if I do that. I'm not sure. Because I feel like I kind of, I get, like, protective of the face. Like, I definitely get a little, like... Yeah, and I think like now I'll that I'm saying that. it, I've, I've like, I've done it where, like, I, I actually have done it for at least covering my eyes. Like, I'll sit there and I'll, like, rub my eyes and then I won't, but I won't open them. Like, I'm mm. sitting there, and I just, like, won't look at what's going on. I'll just be, like, listening, because it's okay. almost, like, too much. So you just kind of sit yeah. there, and you're like... But I, I don't think I've ever will... covered my ears. I don't think I've ever covered my ears. No, because, yeah. I, I think I will... Like, I don't, like, cover my eyes, but I will, like, put, like... I think what I'm, I'm realizing now, I think I put, like, finger blinders over my eyes <laughs> to, like, knock out some of my peripherals just to, like, give yes. myself... A little bit of tunnel vision. Just to, <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, whatever. You know, um, um, it works for me. And then this one's interesting, too, because I think that I experience this all the time is mm -hmm. feeling overly excited or hyperactive. <laughs> I can't relate. And I think that I do that when I'm also uncomfortable, which leads yeah. to overstimulation, right? Like if I'm really anxious about the situation or whatever, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to talk everybody's ear off and I'm just going to keep going and I can't stop and I can't help myself. And I just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I've done that many times. I, I feel that. I'm just like, if I stop talking, we all might die. So I'm literally, keep going. I mean, been there. <laughs> oh my God. Um, this one is stress, fear, or anxiety about their surroundings, which if you think about it, it's kind of like like almost like social anxiety where you're out in like a crowd and all of a sudden it's just way too much and you're overstimulated by all the mm -hmm. noise and the people and then you're just really anxious about what's going on and you can't like relax i've yeah. had that happen many many times um and then the last one on this little list that i pulled up here is mm -hmm. higher sensitivity to uh, higher sensitivity <laughs> that 
higher sensitivity levels to textures, fabrics, or clothing tags. Mm. Um, and something that I, as being someone who has longer hair, mm. when I'm overstimulated and my hair is touching my neck, mm. oh my god, that's like the worst feeling ever. Like, I have to put my hair up. Um, I think the, the, I guess the less, lesson, air quotes, <laughs> what did we more learn so today? what we've learned today, or I guess to just like a point I want to bring home is like, we're all going to get overstimulated at some point. Um, and that's okay. But yeah. I think it's, it says a lot if you can really kind of evaluate, even if it's already over, like not necessarily in the moment. And don't put that pressure on yourself when it's all happening to be like, what is going on? <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I you, think you can't to... evaluate when you're in the middle of being overstimulated. No. That doesn't work. But like learning kind of what, like maybe your signs of being overstimulated and then like just that way too. Like sometimes for me, sometimes it's zero to a hundred, but mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, okay, I'm starting to get overstimulated so I can express that. And then people who care and love about me will help me kind of like move forward through like whatever's going on so yeah. just being able to kind of learn more about like what happens when you're overstimulated and like how you people can help you or if people need to leave you alone and being able to just communicate like hey when i get overstimulated like overstimulated that was a weird way of saying that um i need space or i would appreciate this or like yeah, I think Whatever. you can kind of copy and paste this to, like, most, like, yeah. mental health-related episodes, too, you know, where, like, in, in the midst of depression, in the midst of other types of anxiety, just being able to recognize, you know, it's okay that you're having this, these feelings, this, like, situation going on, try to evaluate when you're outside of it, like, why it happened, what caused it. And, you know, can you prevent it in the future? Maybe, maybe not. Can you communicate it to those that it might affect and that might be affecting you? Absolutely. Right. Ten times out of ten. And I, I think, too, it's just really important to also kind of give yourself that respect, too, of, like, yeah. knowing it's okay. It's okay to be, you know. I think You're I get overstimulated way more than mm -hmm. I I should sometimes, and I, I shouldn't have that attitude really about it. It should be like, hey, I, yeah. I'm recognizing that this is something I'm struggling with, and here's how I can fix it. Um, so I don't know. I just something, something to uh, think about. Something to ponder. Um, yeah. Emily, yeah, what else what did else? we learn today? Oh, um, I learned that we should pet some dogs. Oh, my God. When you are overstimulated, you find a dog, you ask its owner and then you pet that dog absolutely and what unless else? it's a working dog uh, <laughs> um, it's a working dog. i think we also learned that um john can't see when it's too loud i knew you were gonna say that yeah no i cannot see when it is too loud <laughs> um and then um, i guess well, what we also learned i think is that emily hates clicking sounds so <laughs> you know i used to not mind them but when all you do is click That's it's it. a little little frustrating That's great i'm just gonna send you pictures of computer mice throughout the day please don't just as a reminder uh, anyway Anywho. well thank you all for joining us oh my god thank you so much we hope we didn't overstimulate you 
<laughs> or if we did, we hope you liked it. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll see you next time, hopefully. <laughs> On. And watch the show. On mental sick. Cool. Okay, are we happy?